Welcome to Cyberspin, the podcast that brings you expert insights to today's hot topics in cybersecurity, privacy, and compliance for highly regulated industries. Subscribe to Cyberspin on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or your preferred podcast platform. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Rob Teague, manager of CMMC services for Redspin, and joining me is the awesome and CMMC guru, Dr. Thomas Graham, as usual, our Redspin CISO. We're going to take a, a few minutes and discuss documentation. And the reason we're kind of highlighting this is because we still get a lot of questions about documentation. So uh, hopefully this, this short um, session will assist you in kind of preparing, understanding, and moving forward with that. So the documentation, uh, one of the main questions we get is, do I need documentation for every domain, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So Thomas, we were kind of talking about that a little bit. Uh, why don't you kind of carry on that conversation for our listeners? Sure. So the, the short answer is no. You don't have to have it, you know, a, a specific document for each of the individual practice areas or domains. However, you do still have to, uh, account for each of those practice areas and whatever your documentation is. Uh, so it can be in one singular document, you know, that's multi-pages long, you, you have everything compiled in it, or you can separate them out, you know, individually. Uh, this is, you know, in addition to the SSP that everybody is, should be aware of at this point in time. And if you're not aware of a SSP, um, we can, you know, have that side conversation at another time. Yeah, which we've we've talked a lot about the system security plan, the SSP. Yes, we have. And, uh, you know, the, the longer the SSP is, the more uh, it's going to take you to update, make changes, review it annually, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, the more policies and procedures you can reference out to, the better the organization is. But I agree, Thomas, you don't have to have you know, a policy or procedure for every domain. Personally, I think it helps, right? Uh, makes it easier. It definitely segments each of the domains and it makes it easier for the assessors to find the information. But again, that's, a, that's entirely up to the organization. Well, the, the other part about having it separated out, Rob, is that if you, if you do construct it that way, if something gets updated, then you don't have to update your, your entire policy suite and you, you can update just that individual component. So that's, you know, that's one of the benefits of having it, you know, separated out. Yeah, no, it's a great point. I mean, for us, as an example at Redspin, we, uh, you know, we're going through updating all of our documentation to match CMMC 2.0. Um, and as we're doing that, um, we're, I'm kind of working and leveraging things to where we're, we review those policies, but it's mostly the procedures that are living documents that get updated all the time, right? I guess the big question that uh, we also get from a lot of folks is why? Why do we need the documentation? Because remember when we switched from CMMC 1.0 to 2.0, there was that big mass confusion for folks out there that thought documentation went away. But that's not the case. It, it, documentation lives in Appendix E within NIST 800-171. So if you want to touch on that. Well, not only does it live in Appendix E, and if you haven't made it down to the bottom of the NIST 800-171, definitely take a look at Appendix E. But the most important part about having the documentation is so, honestly, when, when the individual that is accountable for all of this within your own organization 
wins the lottery, goes to Bora Bora, the Maldives, wherever they want to go, then you still have the ability to see what was done, what, why it was done, and how it was implemented. And, and the other part about having the documentation in place is it's also something that can be referenced by other individuals in the organization because a lot of folks generally the way that they construct their documentation is you have organizational policies and procedures and then the ssp is specific to your implementation of the cmmc enclave if you will with with having that information available to your employees your organization your users whatever nomenclature you utilize that provides a, a way for them to see what's expected of them because in, in let you know let's face it in today's modern environment not all work is going to be done under one singular brick and mortar location so being able to have that documentation in place saying here's how we're going to do it then that establishes your baseline and then from that baseline that's how you can justify you know, whatever settings you have in place and, and the reason why they address the CMMC practice areas. Right. No, that's a great point. The, the other simpler piece to this is, you know, it's, it's a requirement that, so that's number one, it, it is required by NIST 800-171, but in the bigger strategy of things, which is kind of what, where you're going, Dr. Graham is, is, uh, you know, uh, it, it lets all of the users know what's expected of them when they're dealing with the network, right? Um, it is also a way to hold people accountable for what they do on that network uh, because they should have do's and don'ts. And so it's the baseline and that's one of the first things, uh, Lord forbid any of the organizations have a data breach. That's one of the first things auditors come in to look at is the documentation. So if that's the case, what are some of the easy ways that these organizations seeking certification can draft their documentation and get it within compliance with CMMC? Well, I mean, the, fir the first way to look at drafting the documentation is honestly, go to NIST 800-171. You can very easily draft individual policies and procedures to each of the practice areas based upon those, those categories. From there, if you want to take it a step further, you can pull down the CMMC assessment guide, look at the individual objectives, and you can even include those items in the documentation. And when you, you get to your, your CMMC assessment, well, one of the, one of the three criteria is examined. So if you have that already accounted for, now you have one piece of evidence for each of those items within, within CMMC. Now, when you, you're in the assessment, Assessors will want to make sure that you have it technically implemented as well, or even test the controls or interview your, your folks, but you already have that one component there. So as you're preparing and doing your own gap analysis prior to, you know, taking the assessment, then you have that kind of checklist for your own self to say, yes, we've done this. Yes, we've done that. Or no, we haven't done that yet. Here is how we are planning on implementing it. You know, that makes sense to me. Does it make sense to you, Rob? Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. You know, one of the things I hear all the time is that we just don't have the time to stop what we're doing because we're so busy putting out fires that we don't we don't have the time to document anything. Right. So so resources uh, becomes quite the uh, restraining piece to 
uh, developing documentation. And there's there's ways that organizations can work around that. One is, you know, we here at Redspin have a full set of blank templates um, that organizations can utilize uh, when they partner with us. There's other organizations that have that documentation as well. But one thing I tell a lot of the clients is, you know, you don't have to draft these documents yourself. You know, when I was in the Army in Korea, we were looking to uh, do that kind of stuff. And we brought in students from the local colleges and schools that were in the STEM environment. And uh, they pretty much built it for us. All we had to do was just proofread it. But, you know, definitely leverage some of the RPOs out there. Is there any other resources they can probably dig to? There's examples online. I mean, you can always look to see how, you know, other organizations have their their documents constructed. Uh, I, I do like the the intern perspective that you provided because I know a lot of you know universities and, and colleges and stuff are looking for internship opportunities. And if, if we're looking to help build that next generation of cybersecurity professionals, being able to understand and, and write policies and procedures is something that's a good way to start for them. I mean, aside from that, a lot of the stuff you know, you may be able to pull even from third parties because let's face it, everybody's got a cloud component to their, to their organization now as it is more than likely they've already had to address, you know, similar controls or, or even the CMMC specific controls within their own organization. So, I mean, you could even pull from them, see how they did it and then incorporate something similar within your own organization. But to your point, if you're really unsure how to do it, you don't have the ability to reach out, you know, for that additional uh, warm body, if you will. Yes, you know, we can help you with with working on them. We have the policy templates and, and we've seen how a lot of organizations are constructing them. So we can help lead you in, in the direction of, okay, here's how it needs to be constructed and here's what needs to be included in it. Excellent point. You know, that's pretty much everything on documentation, but I do want to let everyone know if you do have any additional questions about it, please reach out to us. Go out to our website at www.redspin.com and contact us. We'll, we'll be happy to chat with you. It doesn't require a partnership or a statement of work for us to have a CMMC conversation. So leverage our experts. That's what we're here for. So with that, Dr. Graham, thank you for taking the time and, and uh, updating our listeners on documentation. Hopefully it helped them with some of the questions we receive a lot. With that, have a great one, everybody. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.